This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, May the 9th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. My name's Homer Lopez. Thank you so much for joining us on your Monday morning. And it is beautiful outside here in Phoenix, Arizona. What do we do here? The physical delivery of gold and silver, and it's as easy as giving us a call at one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The lovely Wendy's here, hard at work, ready to answer your questions, take your calls, just be a friend if you need one. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, look at the product, check out everything we have there, but go and look at the news to disturb the comfortable. The research done to put that news online for you is done by our CEO, owner, president. He used to be the janitor. That's me now. But Joe, Joe Jaquin, that's you, guy. How are you on Monday? Hey, happy Monday. Happy Mother's Day. I hope all of the moms out there had a great Mother's Day. I know uh, for us, uh, my wife was in Missoula to visit her grandmother, who, uh, like anything, right, is Hopefully not, but maybe her grandmother's last Mother's Day, and they had a little family reunion. She flew back into town yesterday afternoon, and she just wanted to go and see a movie. Uh, Keanu was the movie, and I don't know if you've seen the previews. It was a horribly, um, it wasn't a good movie, but we went anyway, because that's what she wanted. And then afterwards, uh, me, her, and the boys, we went to the park and played a little baseball through uh, through the frisbee around, and just had a nice day, you know. So it was a uh, fantastic weather. Yeah, it was really nice this weekend. A little overcast, kept it a little cooler, I think. I, I mean, mean it, it, uh, it had a hundred degrees last what Wednesday or Thursday, and then it got nice and cool, and uh, you know. By Friday here in Phoenix, It'll the forecast would be 100-plus. And it'll never get back until the fall. But uh, but anyway, I hope all the moms out there had a, a really wonderful Mother's Day. And, and I know that, uh, at least for my mom, uh talked to her yesterday, and she's in, in Syracuse. And you know what she said? She's been battling sciatica. Have you had this? Do you know this? I've heard of it. I have no idea. It's like saying fibromyalgia. I don't know right. what that is. I, I, I don't know what it is. You see commercials for it, but I don't know what it is. It's I don't know what it is. It's like a, a nerve issue, and it's been... Uh, Something in your back? In the, I think it's in the back, but it's affecting her leg, and just a mess. And, and I said to her, uh, you know, maybe you need to go to the doctor and... Hey, maybe she needs to move to warm weather. I tried to. She's not I know you've it. been trying to get her to get moved. She won't do it. She doesn't listen to me. I can't tell her what to do. Uh, speaking of telling people what to do, uh, did you see the, the Donald? He's been all over the news. He was in the news uh, last week, and we didn't get to spend a ton of time on it talking about the debt and how much he loves debt. And then he had referenced, you know, the funny thing is, is they act all aghast. You know, and they're like, oh, my, Donald Trump said we may not pay the debt. How dare he? And 
And the realities are we've only got one of two choices. Either not pay it or just print, print, print and pretend like we're paying it. But either way, the, the effect of either one of the policies is the same. But I just find it it's, it's laughable because everybody knows that we got to do one or the other. I find it interesting that, yes, I did see this. But second, you know, I, what I'm seeing out there is bandwagon jumpers. Oh, all of a sudden, I've been supporting Donald all along. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell that, you, right? you have some bandwagon jumpers that are going, you know, he makes sense on the finance side of things. Well, you, you know, know what? He does know a lot about that kind of stuff. But the the thing that I found humorous is, is even Donald is, you know, he's a guy I think he likes to – to believe, and I think he obviously he's very good at taking the pulse and reading the pulse and, and changing to what the pulse may be. So today he he kind of walked back said, "Hey, I didn't want to tell you that we weren't gonna pay the debt, and, you know, because Donald has said, hey, 'Hey, I've been in debt a long time, and here's the one thing I know about debt: you don't always have to pay 100 percent.'" You know, you can always file like filing bankruptcy. I mean, that's part of what filing bankruptcy is. You you, you don't pay, or you pay less than. But today he came out and said, "Oh no, no, no! We print the money, so we don't have to do that." And of course, either way, whether we just print it all, or whether we say, "Hey, you know what, China? We're only going to give you eighty cents on the dollar," or you know. Uh, U.S. taxpayer, you're only getting 80 cents on the dollar or 70 cents or 50 cents or whatever it may be. Either way, it doesn't end well. And I wish they would say that. Why don't they just come out and say, what, this is better? Hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. We'll just print up the money. We can go go two, three, four, five trillion dollars in debt every year. It doesn't matter. And, and and I guess for me the thing that really irritates me is anytime someone suggests, hey, you know what, the debt's unpayable, and we need to either de- strategic default or some form of catastrophic inflation, because that's what you get when you're if you're going to go three, four, five, ten trillion dollars in debt a year. People aren't going to want the dollar. You know, and Donald Trump in his speech, his little deal last week on TV, said here's what the, the American public really doesn't know. A Fed funds rate of just 1% would be horrific. Forget about 2 3 or 4%. People wouldn't understand what the effects would be. Are we at the break? Oh, Patriot Radio News Hour. I guess I missed that break. We'll be back. Hey, welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J and the love. It's live radio. You never know. We we didn't hear in our headsets the bump music. uh, So we didn't know when the break was, when it wasn't. I would like to blame... The weather the for all weather. of this. <laughs> Ramon, you're the man. Thank you. We will blame it on the weather. It's the weather's fault. Hey, if it's good enough for Wall Street, it's good enough for us. We'll just blame the weather. Uh, but we're kind of talking about the debt. Let's just 
you know, every once in a while, you get a little tidbit of the truth. In other words, the uh, and to take the Bill O'Reilly, the no spin zone, which is nothing but spin, but when you really get down to the heart of what's wrong, you know, and all these people, they come out and they try to tell us what it is, it's this or it's that, it's uh, the it's the border, right? It's bad trade deals. It, it's bad policy, bad government laws, bad regulation, and all of these other things. But the real heart of all of the issues revolve around debt. And really, the the real real issue is the inability to pay the debt. And Donald Trump, the first candidate at least in, in this cycle, to at least attempt to address the issue. And and of course now he's he's backpedaled and said, Well we won't default, but instead we'll just print into oblivion. But what you need to know is either one of those two things is going to be catastrophic, not only for for America, but then, but for all of the debt markets, and I think extremely bullish, unfortunately or fortunately, however you look at it, for those people that were smart enough to have some wealth insurance. And really all gold is, is a hedge against the dollar, and well, at least the dollar here in America. For people that uh, buy gold in other countries, it's it's a hedge against that currency. And I think it's very, very interesting and very, very telling when you look at Donald Trump. So, well, you know, you can do one or the other. I mean, essentially, that's what he said. Oh, you didn't like the the default, right? You didn't like the fact that I said, hey, we could always pay less than. Well, that's okay. We'll do the other thing then and print into oblivion. And both are equally as bad. But Peter Schiff, he caught this as well. And I, and really the only one that I heard that, that really kind of was like, hey, did you hear what he just said? Or is anybody listening? Ramon, let's play uh, what Peter Schiff had to say in response to Donald Trump saying we don't have to pay 100 on the dollar. What we heard from Donald Trump this morning, certainly influencing the markets a little bit, he had some big statements to make on U.S. debt. Take a listen. What do we do with all of the money that we owe everybody when rates go up and now all of a sudden we have to borrow at two points more, one point more even is devastating, but two, three, four, five points more. It's, it's a real dilemma and we have to be very, very careful. And I am the king of debt. I do love debt. I love debt. I love playing with it. But of course, now you're talking about, you know, you're talking about something that's very, very fragile, and it has to be handled very, very carefully. All right. And here to read between the Trump lines with us is Peter Schiff from Europe Pacific Capital. Great to have you on, Peter, as always. Uh, you're interpreting his statements that he's admitting that there's a, sort of an ultimate truth here about the state of the U.S. economy. Tell me about it. Well, certainly, if you let the clip extend a little more, and I think Becky Quick picked up on it also, he started talking about his history of how he's handled debt 
in the private sector and how he's restructured it, how he's convinced creditors to accept less than 100 cents on the dollar. And he basically started to say the same thing about treasuries, that we can't repay the debt, we can't service it if interest rates go up, so it needs to be renegotiated, it needs to be restructured. We need to ask our creditors to take a haircut, which means telling people that own U.S. treasuries they're not going to get paid 100 cents on the dollar. And then when Becky Quick heard that, she basically asked him, well, wait a minute, are you talking about playing with our credit rating or our, and, and, and understood that what he meant. He tried to backtrack, and then he started talking about, well, no, I want to refinance the debt. But it can't right. be refinanced. We've already got the lowest rates possible. If rates go up, refinancing doesn't help. The only thing that helps is restructuring. You know, it's mathematics, just like Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico can't pay because they're broke. Well, math applies on the mainland just like it applies in Puerto Rico. We can't pay either. And if interest rates go up, Donald Trump is right. We have no choice but to uh, you know, ask our creditors or tell our creditors they're taking a big haircut. And it's interesting, Peter, because he also said in that interview that he likes Janet Yellen. He stands behind her policies. Uh, he might not necessarily keep her in place, but that interest rates do need to remain low as the solution. Well, he said they have to stay low because we can't afford to let them go up. But he also recognizes that we have a bubble and he wants to make America great again. And if we're going to make America great again, we need higher interest rates. We need more savings. We need more production. We need less debt and consumption. So to get great again, we need to recreate what made our, us great in the first place. And so we're going to have to let interest rates go up. And a big part of that is going to be admitting that we can't pay the debt. And, you know, when China talks about the leverage we have over the Chinese, maybe he's talking about defaulting on the debt that they owe. You know, after yeah. all, they can't vote in our elections, so why don't we just default? Based on the commentary from this morning and what we've heard from Donald Trump so far, do you think he has what it takes to make America great again? Do you think he has uh, the, the audacity to let those rates rise, something that a lot of people wouldn't want to do right now? Well, you know, I hope so. I think he has a pretty good understanding of how bad the problems are, because they are very bad. Most politicians don't want to acknowledge that. But I think he's acting like a politician in that he's talking about all the great things that could eventually happen. But, you know, there's a lot of pain before we're going to get that gain. Uh, you, in order to restructure the economy, in order to have the kind of tax reform that Donald Trump wants, we're going to have to do a lot of cutting when it comes to government spending. Donald Trump talks about not cutting Social Security. We've got to do that. He talks about spending more money on national defense. We can't do that. We have to spend less. If we're going to be great, we have to shrink government, not make it bigger. Is there any chance, Peter, that the solution to the problem is simply to default? Well, I think it's going to have to, because we have to have higher interest rates. There's no question that we can't keep artificially suppressing interest rates, or the dollar's going to collapse. We're going to have runaway inflation, so we're going to have to do something, and we're not going to have real capital investment unless we have genuine savings. And no one's going to save when interest rates are zero or negative, and they're already negative now when you factor in inflation. So we're going to have to raise interest rates. But then when interest rates go up, it is impossible to service the debt. Forget about repaying it. We can't even pay the interest. So we're going to have to deal with that. And people are going to have to realize that the so-called risk-free asset, U.S. Treasuries, isn't risk-free at all. Because people that own them are going to take a haircut. They're not going to get paid 100 cents on the dollar. And if they are, it's going to be because the dollar has collapsed and what they get paid will be worth even less. But, you know, Trump, Trump takes a lot of flack about his support for tariffs. Look, tariffs are a lot better than the income tax. You know, the reason that we got the income tax is because the, peop the public didn't want tariffs. We, we, we were sold a bill of goods. The 99% wanted the income tax to tax the rich because the politicians said if we have an income tax, we can get rid of the tariffs. 
Well, now yeah. the populist movement is they want to bring the tariffs back. Fine, but let's get rid of the income tax. If we want to undo the deal we made with the devil 100 years ago, we need to get rid of that income tax. Because now the income tax is taxing ordinary Americans at rates that nobody would have even contemplated for the Rockefellers or the Carnegies or the Vanderbilts. I mean, that shows all the Bernie Sanders supporters how dangerous it is when you're waging class warfare because it comes back and bites you because the income tax is now hurting the middle class, uh, not the rich. Peter, uh, if there were to be a default, would it lead to a collapse in the dollar? Well, the dollar's going to collapse either way. But I think it'll collapse less if we're honest about our debts and admit that we can't pay. Because if we try to pay everybody off by printing money, then the dollar is going to implode. And I right. think our creditors will lose a lot more to inflation and dollar collapse than if we, if we legitimately restructure and just pay them fewer dollars than they loaned us. But at least those dollars will still buy something. Jeff Kilberg, question for Peter. No, Peter, I appreciate your perspective. It's always great having you on the show. But explain to me how Argentina, who wanted to default, was not allowed to default. Paul Singer of Elliott Management brought that home. So how would the U.S., United States of America default, and how would they be allowed to default? I don't see that as a plausible outcome. Well, first of all, you're talking about Argentina on foreign currency debt versus on uh, peso debt. But it's not a question well, of being a default, allowed to default. default. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, look, the United States has defaulted before, right? Uh, in 1971, we defaulted on our promise to pay gold. If you own dollars, we owed you gold. And then Nixon said, we're not going to pay what we promised. So we have a history of default. We did it once, and we're going to do it again because repayment is impossible. Again, as I said, this is mathematics. Just like Puerto Rico, we can't pay. We borrowed much too much money, and there's no way we could pay it back. That's the main reason that Janet Yellen still has interest rates at zero or close to zero, because if she let them go up, we would have to default right now. Peter, so I just want to recap before we let you go. Um, basically, the takeaway that I'm getting from this conversation is that you're saying we would have to default here in the United States in order to save the economy long term. And you're also adding to the fact that we need to abolish taxes. We don't need to. Oh, I like to abolish a lot of them, a lot of the direct taxes that our founding fathers only envisioned we would use in wartime. Yes, get rid of the personal income tax, the corporate income tax, the payroll tax. We should fund our government on excise taxes, like a sales tax or a value-added tax or a tariff. But in order to do that, we need to have a much smaller government, like the government we used to have when America was great. So if we want to make America great again, we have to go back to the principles that made her great in the first place. And that's limited government and sound money. All right. Peter Schiff, always great to have you on the program. I say Schiff for president. Just kidding. Hey, hey, there's a lot of people that would uh, vote for me. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Peter Schiff for president. But you know what? Here's a guy, whether you like him or not, who over the last dozen years has been pretty close to spot on in what he said was going to happen. You know, talking about the housing bubble, the financial crisis, uh, talked about gold. Gold went on that big run. Now, they give him a lot of grief because gold had a little correction, and that's all it was, was a correction. Nothing goes straight up, you know, forever and ever. There's always pullbacks and corrections. And, of course, this correction was significantly managed right it was a an inside job and of course they they tried to malign him about the feds raising rates and remember last year he was the only one outside of me 
that at least that I heard consistently saying the Fed's not going to raise rates. And if you look at it, I think everybody will agree it was a mistake. They did it once. They haven't done it again. Uh, I don't, you know, I've been saying all year long that the rate hike story is old news. You got to get ready for what's coming next. But you would think he would get a lot more respect for what he feels is coming to America and coming to the citizenry. And when you look at what he really said in this piece, was look, you can do it's going to be one or the other, right? You can either just admit that we can't pay and come up with some form of restructuring, or we just send the dollar into a parabolic tailspin and create rapid runaway inflation by just printing to service the debt. Because here's the one thing that Peter Schiff knows, and I know, and all of you that have listened to me know. As it sits right now, in other words, taxes are what they are, doesn't get worse. Interest rates stay where they are. Yeah, they don't go up. How about that? Let's leave it at they don't go up. The deficit over the next 10 years is going to double. That's just what it's going to do. And really, that's just a, that's not a, a worst case scenario. That's the, I, I would say, the, the likely scenario is double. The average, you know, the the optimistic scenario would be, yeah, well, it's only going to go up another 10 to 15 trillion. That would be optimistic. And then the catastrophic is the debt didn't double, it tripled. So just using the most likely scenario... You're talking about having to make interest payments on $40 trillion. We'll leave you with that thought. We'll be back after the break. With your own two hands. He was back. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number of really interesting market this morning. A, a big you know, a correction, if you will, in gold and silver for who knows, whatever reason they want to give. But you got gold down uh, like 25, 26 bucks. Uh, silver's down 50 cents. Make sure you you add during these times, you know, the the ability to, to buy on the pullbacks is always the best way to go about it, especially when you think about What's changed in the in our storyline? You know, as we look at how 2016 has unfolded, the biggest thing that's changed, the biggest change, is the fact that things aren't better. Right? This was supposed to be the year. Of course, last year was supposed to be the year. The year before that was supposed to be the year. The year before that was supposed to be the year. You know, where we could get three plus percent growth. 
and now no one even thinks we're going to get more than two. And I think we'll probably be lucky to get to two. But really, what we're really seeing is just the continuation of what started all the way back in 06, 07, and then, of course, with the housing bubble, and then 08, 09, with the financial crisis. You know, we talked about uh, the gold, and it was a correction. It corrected. It's done it throughout history. You know, especially when you look at gold, uh, you know, in... In 1971, as Peter Schiff talked about, our first, and wasn't even our first default, but another default, where we told all the foreign governments we'd no longer pay, pay them in gold. Uh, they would have to accept fiat money. And really, when you really think about what's happened to America, you know, Peter Schiff kind of alluded to our founding fathers, that said the key to to economic and and really the key to the citizenry's success and ultimately the country's success was sound money. Right, and all of us know we don't need to debate this. Our founding fathers were were brilliant individuals. And they had had plenty of experience with fiat money. You know, when you, you know, you've heard the story of the Boston Tea Party, and the, well, at least the story they teach in school. But you know, a lot of that story was based upon fiat money, script money. Uh, People don't really talk about that part of it and why the colonists were so upset. But they had they had plenty of experience with fiat money, and they knew it led you down a path that ultimately led to ruin. And then, of course, limited government. Most of these people were were coming to America to get away from tyranny, right? To get away from from control of the few. And now here we sit today and and really think about what we've got. Instead of a strong currency, stable money, we've got the exact opposite. Instead of limited government, we have the exact opposite. We have the exact, I mean, it's, it's ballooned to unprecedented proportions. Nobody ever envisioned something like this. And now you have some some of the brightest, the best and the brightest, saying interest rates could never go up. We could never afford to pay the interest on the debt if it did, which really is what saying... We can never have a strong currency again. It's never going to happen. We can never have a limited government again. I mean, think about it. We essentially take care of half the population. Half 
the population gets a check from the government, and the number grows every year. These are just, these are facts. This isn't some form of scare tactic. These are just the facts. And really, when you go back and you think about the the final nail in the coffin, it actually really all goes back, go back to 1971. We got rid of stable, sound money. You know, they took it away from us, the citizenry, four decades earlier. But when they finally said, you know what, nobody can demand gold in payment of a debt of the United States. That's what happened when Nixon closed the gold window in 1971. And you think about the two things that have happened since then. The government has blown up. Right? The size of government has exploded. You look at the national debt in 1971 after almost 200 years of existence. It's only $400 billion. We would celebrate. We'd throw a party if the real debt only grew by $400 billion in a year. Forget about 200. It's never going to happen. And so this was really, when you think about it, the beginning of the end, the exact thing that the founding fathers had tried to make sure that this nation never did. And now we sit here and we talk about what are our options. Right? Donald Trump talked about, well, we could default. I've got experience doing that. Right? Forget about a sound dollar. That's out the window now. Let's talk about defaulting. Let's talk about not paying 100 cents on the dollar. And, of course, everybody comes out and acts acts like, what a crazy man this guy is. He's nuts. Today, he comes out and says something equally as nuts, but somehow it's better. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Wasn't really crazy what Donald Trump had to say either day. And when you really think about it, it's the only two logical outcomes. And you can argue, like Peter Schiff just made the argument of which one he thought was better. But don't don't mistake it. Nobody is going to like it. And I don't care how much gold or how much silver you have, you're still not going to like it. The only 
difference will be you'll like it more than the people that don't. But it is going to be devastating. And really, unfortunately, you know, they talk about it's kind of like being an addict, and I don't know about being an addict, but, you know, you you see all the, the things, the TV shows and what people say, you got to hit rock bottom, right, before recovery can begin. And right now, this is where we are at. The United States is a strung-out junkie. And the realities are is we haven't hit rock bottom yet. Right? We we came we started to get there. And then unfortunately we we decided that instead of taking the medicine and going into rehab, they decided to start taking more drugs. And by drugs I mean debt. The printing presses started running full blast. They've taken interest rates to zero, less than zero, quantitative easing, all these things that that they said that should never be done are being done. And it's just an addiction. It's what it is. See, what they don't want to tell you is they, they were wrong. This was just another of the, I don't know if it's hundreds, but attempts at fiat money have been going on since like the 1200s. And they've all ended the same way. And this is the funniest part, at least to me, is none of them have ever succeeded. They've all failed every single time. Now, some lasted longer than others, but they've always ended up in failure. And this is what Donald Trump is talking about, and this is what Peter Schiff is talking about. And I don't really, it really, you're splitting hairs, right, as far as I'm concerned when you're talking about defaults paying less than 100% are you talking about hey we'll just keep printing the money right when you got 40 trillion dollars worth of debt right that's going to be 50 and 60 I mean there's just no end in sight they don't want you to know that yet but that's what's going to happen and I sit there and I think about you know in 1971 right before gold was allowed to trade freely it went from $20.33 to $35 and we've talked about that it was $42 you know gold right now even after a a little correction today still $1,267 so if you think about the deficit somewhere approaching $19.4 trillion and you think about, well, in 1971, the deficit was $400 billion. So we've added 12, or we've added $19 trillion 
to the national debt during that time frame. And and I'm telling you that we're in the next ten years we're gonna double that number. We're gonna add another nineteen trillion. You know, gold went up thirty times. It went from forty two dollars to twelve sixty seven where it sits today. It's been higher, but twelve sixty seven where it sits today. And you and you think about, hey, it went up thirty times. That put gold, if it did, you know, just followed the debt ratio, it could be $38,000 gold. That sounds nuts, right? 1267 times 30. But the one thing I do know, I don't know what the number will be. But I do know that there is a direct correlation between deficits and gold. And it's a bigger correlation when the deficits or the debt isn't getting paid. You know, you look at the financial crisis, you look at the crisis in Greece, now we're talking about Puerto Rico. And and what we do know is when those things accelerate, gold tends to react very, very positively and you think about this little correction that we had, you know, over the last four years before this year. Most of that had to do with the storyline. Oh, look at how much the debt has gone down. It was one point four trillion and last year it was only four hundred and whatever the number, four hundred and sixty billion. Look how much better we're doing. And of course, as you know if you've listened here, you know they just were lying to us. Yes, the debt did go down a little bit, but not the way they said it went down, and not nearly as much as they said. But now we're in the the next cycle where the debts are going to be increasing again. Which is why I've been telling everybody this is the next leg. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Monday. Uh, the Dow is down 50 points right now. Gold's at $1,268. Silver at $17.03. And we are talking about debt. When the when we have an escalation in government debt, gold tends to be very bullish, which is what we're in. We're in this new cycle now, which is. What I've been t- telling you was going to happen to go back two, three years. I've been telling you, this was already baked in. We already knew this was going to happen. When the next big super cycle of debt is getting ready to start. And then you think about all the debt that they issued to try to pretend that we've gotten out of the the crisis that we had. Just to put it into a, a perspective, total U.S. commercial bankruptcies through the month of April are up 32% from just a year ago. Commercial bankruptcies in April, there were 680 Chapter 11 filings. That's up 67% from year-over-year numbers 
The rest were liquidations, and by the way, that pace is quickening. 450 liquidations in March. Chap, uh, they said Chapter 11 filing skyrocketing 51%, and you start getting a much better understanding of why it is that we've seen this big move in the gold market, especially at the start of this year. Two big things. One, we've had a big increase in government debt. Two, we've had a big increase in the defaults on U.S. commercial debts. Those are two big recipes for disaster when you're talking about a country that's addicted to debt like the United States is. And so when we start looking at what Donald Trump said this week or even what he said this morning, you notice the one option that you don't hear anymore? We're going to pay off the debt. Remember when you used to hear that? Remember when you used to hear about we're going to balance the budget? Nobody talks about it anymore because they already know it's not payable. The only difference is they just don't want you to know that it's not payable because if you knew that and they were really honest with you, right, you would do something about it to make sure you're protected. And if the United States is going to default or, as Peter Schiff says, do the worst thing, which he thinks they're going to do, and create what, uh, well, I guess destroy the value of the dollar and create runaway inflation by running the printing presses, you're going to be really glad you had something that wasn't a debt or a promise to pay. And, of course, that is gold and silver a uh, great opportunity in the silver markets. We got silver off uh, just under 50 cents today. U.S. Silver Eagles, there is a delay, uh, but it's not too bad. You know, a couple weeks, 10 days, uh, they're $420 a roll for U.S. Silver Eagles, 20 Silver Eagles in a roll. Uh, U.S. $20 gold pieces. Listen, this is why you're in the $20 gold market, 1450 uh, it is a little cheaper than it was the other day, but not much. A lot of people getting themselves protected. 800-951-0592. Put some away, and then let's see how this all plays out. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great day.